You are now entering the world of blissful living, broadcasting around the globe and on the Blissful Living Network with Rochelle Marie Lawson. Are you lacking energy, clarity, and that sense of true well-being? Are you overworked, underpaid, and know that you deserve more in life? You are not alone. Improve your wellness, wisdom, and wealth so that you can step into living the life of your dreams. And now, here's your host of Blissful Living, the queen of feeling fabulous, Rochelle Marie Lawson. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Blissful Living Podcast. This is Rochelle Marie Lawson. As you know, I am known as the queen of feeling fabulous, and I have a phenomenal guest with me today. Not only is she beautiful, eloquent, talented, compassionate, but she's doing some good things around the globe to help, uh, to just, just help everyone live a better life, particularly in her homeland of Haiti. And so we're going to talk more about that. And I'll tell you about this guest. She's beautiful. I'm sure you can see her. Um, so right now, as you like, as you all know, I like to give the disclaimer and get you set up. So first of all, find a place where you can sit, relax, grab something to write notes with, because you want, you're going to want to take down nuggets of golden information that the beautiful guest is going to share. And you need to take some time for yourself. So tell the family to give you a few minutes, about 30 minutes should do it, and uh, get your favorite beverage and just spend the next 30 minutes enjoying our conversation as well as um, allowing you to have some time in your day for yourself so that you can be in a better place for those that you love and care about. So while you're doing that, let me take care of business. I want to thank our sponsors. First of all, I want to thank Blissful Living for you at Blissful Living, the number four, the letter U.com. Go check them out. They have some phenomenal things to help you improve your wellness, wisdom, and wealth. But not only that, they've got events coming up. And I'm sure if you're a lady that's wanting to build your business empire, you definitely want to check out the event called the Brave, Bold, Unstoppable Women's Summit that is going to be coming up in August, October, and November um, in locations around the U.S. So that's a little teaser there. So check it out. It's going to be on the East Coast and the West Coast, and that's how we do it. And so check out Blissful Living at Blissful Living the number four, the letter U.com. The next sponsor that I want to thank is All Day Cable Incorporated. All Day Cable Incorporated is a premier telecommunications installation company. It's woman-owned, minority-owned, and they've been around for about 34 years, and they specialize in telecom network distribution, meaning voice, data, fiber optic cable installation, routers, modems, audio, video, speaker systems, whatever you need for your telecommunications so that you can make the right connection the first time when you're reaching out and trying to connect with your customer or your potential customer, you definitely want a company that has survived all the economies we've had in the last three plus decades. So check out All Day Cable Inc. at alldaycableinc.com. And so now that you've had a little bit of time to get your spot, your beverage, something to write with, and to be able to embrace this beautiful conversation that I'm going to have with my beautiful guest. Let's get to it. I got to put on my glasses, y'all, because I, you know, I'm at that age and sometimes our eyes do want to play tricks on us. So let me tell you about this beautiful girl. Her name is Marie Yolaine Toms. Don't you love that name? Marie Yolaine Toms. And let me tell you, with her father's inspiration, Haitian-born humanitarian and change agent Marie Elaine Toms 
resigned, oh my goodness, from American Express after January 2010 earthquake that happened in Haiti to launch Community to Community. And I'll give you more about how you can connect with Community Community, as well as Maria Lane will share lots of goodies about how we can support her in this vision. Let me finish. The vision mission, creating self-sufficient communities by working with the community. The focus, health education, economic development, and environmental stabilization. And the goal to replicate the pilot project offering Dyspora and those with heart for Haiti an opportunity to be a part of something greater than themselves. Now, Maria Lane is a social entrepreneur dedicated to using her numerous talents to serve others. She lives, loves, and laughs in New York with her husband and credits her I can't even say this. How do you say it? Joie de vivre, joy of life. Joie de vivre, joy of life to Luke 137, the people of the Petit. Petit Guave. Petit Guave and the C2C team. And so there we have it. All those French words that I can't even pronounce, but they sound so beautiful. Um, I'm welcoming my beautiful friend, Marie-Yolaine Times to Blissful Living. And how are you? Michelle, I am so happy to be here. I am so excited and so grateful that you invited me to Blissful Living. Wonderfully aptly named, by the way. Oh, thank you. Well, you're doing some phenomenal things. And, you know, we just had this heartfelt connection. And I am all about um, helping women and men, but really women to amplify their message and get their, their goodness out into the universe. I think the more we can do that, the better it is for humanity. And women, we are the change agents. I know men like to think they are. And we kind of support them in thinking that, but they really know that behind them is us or in front of them or standing side by side is a very strong woman. And so I want you to share a little bit about how you gave up your job (laughs) at American Express, which is my favorite credit card. My favorite one. Um, I've had it since the eighties to be, to, to, to step into this beautiful, passionate, giving part of helping your father's homeland of Haiti to um, recover from that devastating earthquake that happened in 2010. Well, there's a saying that goes that God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. And on January 12, 2010, it was a typical day. Um, I left my job at Amex at 4.30 and was on my way to Brooklyn, where I live. And I did not know that going down into uh, the train that day that I would come up and I would meet a hero. And when I got up in Brooklyn, my phone was on fire. Where are you? What is going on? Are you seeing this? Oh my God, this is terrible. Call us. Where are you? I'm like, what is going on? I run home, turn on the TV, and I am hit with utter devastation. I see people running around with ash. There's blood. There's people on the ground. I'm like, what is going on? A 7.2 magnitude earthquake has struck my country. 316,000 people are dead. One million people have lost access to their homes, clean water, 
medical assistance, food, everything. I'm like, oh my God, what do I do in this situation? And then I realized who would know what to do? My dad. My dad is my hero. We came to the U.S. together on the same plane and settled in Maryland. And I watched him sacrifice everything, whether it was becoming a cabbie, a mover, to keep our family safe, to keep our family tight. And when we would visit Haiti, he would be like a little boy. He'd be running up and down the beach, running up and down trees, cutting down mangoes, coconuts. It was just wonderful uh, to see him behave in a way that I was like, is that my dad? Because <laughs> um, he was quiet as Methuselah, quiet as his cap. He was not a chatty Cathy. That was my mom. So it was wonderful to see him in his element um, in, his, in his hometown. So we had planned to go back. Um, but in 2003, um, I moved to New York. And then we planned to go back. And then uh, in 2005, he was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. Mm. And I watched my hero fade. And in five months, he was gone. Mm. And um, it was my honor along with my brothers and my mom, my sister, to care for him. And as I watched the TV that day, I knew if he had been alive, he would have taken the next plane out and he would have been on the ground. So I knew what I had to do. I went to my boss and I said, I'm leaving and I'm gonna go help restore my father's hometown. And my boss was awesome. They were so supportive. People were like, where can I donate? I didn't even have a nonprofit in, at the time. And it just gave me such courage. And you know, sometimes you do stuff, not because you have a plan, but because you're like, I should do this. And then halfway there, you're like, wait, how am I gonna do this? <laughs> and God is very smart. So he knew that using my dad's memory and my love for his country, I was not gonna question anything. So I did not question leaving my job. I knew it was what I had to do, but I did get to one where I was like, oh, I'm sorry, how are the bills gonna get paid? What are we <laughs> how is this happening? But I knew that I believe that I will see my father one day and I am going to tell him that I did my level best to restore his hometown to what he remembered it as a boy. Wow. Wow. What a beautiful story. I mean, so heartfelt. And I could see, you know, I could see that. I could see him when he would go back to his homeland, being that little boy that he was running up and down the beach and climbing the trees and getting the mangoes <laughs> and the coconuts, you know, as what we do as kids. It's our, it, you know, some of the, experiences we have as children that are just so innocent are the best experiences. Yeah. And so seeing that and having that memory of your, of your beloved father is, is just beautiful. You know what? I'm actually astounded by the fact that 
we never heard here in the U.S. how many deaths happened from that earthquake. We never hear anything about the people in Haiti and the mm -hmm. need that they had. Now, I do have, um, I do remember uh, my stepfather's sister-in-law going to Haiti to help. And she actually, I think, adopted three children Mm -hmm. um, that she brought back. Um, and she was down there quite a while, quite a, quite a while, you know, helping, but still, again, we never heard, uh, that's a significant amount of people that lost their life. 300 plus thousand people. That's Why true. didn't we hear about that? Oh, well, I'll say this, that number is estimate. We'll never know because there was never a real count. Right. Right. Because there's folks, when the earthquake happened, the buildings were like pancakes. So mm -hmm. they just crumbled one on top of the other. So because it happened during um, a work day, it was just estimates. It could literally be 500,000. It could be 800,000. Right. We, we will never know. So, um, and you're absolutely right. That is a lot of people to lose their lives in 35 seconds. Right. A yeah. lot. And and But the sad part to me is, and we didn't even hear about that. We just heard about the earthquake. We saw pictures, video of it, de the devastation. But that was, you know, it's Haiti. And, and unfortunately, I always say Haiti is a forgotten land of beautiful people. Um, you know, whenever they report something about Haiti, it's, it's something negative. Um, I remember when, was it Baby Doc was mm -hmm. the president? You know, that was all on the news. You know what I mean? But you mm -hmm. don't hear anything about the goodness and the and the kind-hearted and the spirit of the Haitian people. And even, you know, Haiti shares that, I hate to say island, but I guess it is an island with Dominican yeah. Republic. Mm -hmm. And um, you will hear more about the Dominican Republic side versus the Haitian side. And to me, it's an island, even though the people believe are, you know, different facts, Spanish versus um, right. French, it's still people inhabiting this one land mass. And so we should give attention to all of it and not just a particular part. That's just me. I, I could go real deep and be real no. uh, controversial with it. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm, I will say this. Um, I'm getting to know you a little bit better. Right now. So I know that means you and I can have that conversation. Oh, girl, yeah. Even if we will have it offline, I will. I will say this to your point, and thank you for saying that because I think it's important that your listeners know that there's history behind your question, right? So Haiti isn't just called poor; it is a narrative that is uh, enforced. Uh, upon us. So right. I'm glad to hear the words of you saying beautiful country, beautiful people, because that is the truth. We have pristine beaches. Our cuisine is known worldwide. <laughs> our our soup jumu was recently recognized by UNESCO as a cultural um, heritage soup, right? So uh, our citadel is the eighth wonder, not yet recognized in the world, right? So there's no place you can go in the world that actually people haven't heard of Haiti as far as Poland. Like we helped almost every country in the Caribbean get their independence. We helped the United States get its independence because it could not afford Louisiana. And had we not beaten Napoleon, there would not be a United States of America. And that's exactly. just the truth. These are facts. You can look them up, right? I'm not, these are not my personal thoughts, right? right? So right. 
I think it's important, as you said before, that when you're only hearing the bad news, that the good news should be added to it, like we were the first and only successful uh, rebellion against slavery by enslaved people in 1804 who fought and won our freedom, right? We were the deciding vote at the UN for Israel to become a country. Mm. We were responsible for about 5,000 folks receiving their freedom during uh, the Holocaust. See, this is all stuff people don't know because, you know, when they see, when the media talks about Haiti, it's the dark country, like at the continent of Africa. (laughs) Wait, let me rephrase that. Except for East Africa, because sometimes they try to say they're Caucasian. Right. 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 You know, but it's always dark. And, um, and I think it's time for people to understand there's so much more. Um, Yeah. We may be, you know, I'm not Haitian, but I'm saying, I feel like it sometimes, you know, maybe I may have a dark complexion, but that doesn't mean I'm dark. You know what I mean? Listen, I, I have the brightest light as anybody else in on this planet. And so do our Haitian people. Now, um, girl, I'm kind of digressing, but this is what the show is about. Keeping it real, because we have to get this information out. And, and the more we can get this information out, I think it helps people to understand the plight of the Haitian people. And so I want to go into that and I want to talk more about your nonprofit and what you're doing in Haiti with your nonprofit to help rebuild and reestablish your father's hometown. That's beautiful. Like I said, that was an excellent segue because because that is why community to community exists. It exists for two reasons. One, I did not see the, um, the, the response that I wanted to see, right? And I wanted to also continue my father's legacy, right? Of community and family and honor, right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, community to community believes in a world where Haiti and the communities in it are self-sufficient. Good. That's important, that. right? Yeah. Um, so the communities are able to secure their basic needs of water, food, housing, et cetera, without the constant need for foreign aid. I love that. Right? So I think it's important that folks understand that on the ground, there are teachers, lawyers, doctors, mothers, fathers, you know, engineers, agronomists. We work with two communities, one on a mountainside and one in uh, the town proper. And they were already technically, I would say self-sufficient because they're so isolated where they are. What they wanted was help, right? Right. So I think it's important that folks understand that a lot of those folks go unseen and underutilized, right? So the concept of aid sometimes is they have nothing, we have everything, we're going to go and help. Mm -hmm. He does not believe that. Our mission is creating self-sufficient communities by working with the community. So the community itself must be at the table. So what does working with the community uh, mean? It's leading with empathy and compassion, respecting the dignity of the person. Oh, I love that. Okay. So we have a saying, uh, a proverb that says, Tutmun semun, which is every person is a person. So if you interact with people as people, there is a low chance that then I would disrespect you. If my first engagement with you is that I respect and receive you as a person. 
Right. Not as poverty, poor, black, white, male, female, but a human being, part of humanity, like me. Right. And I will treat you like I treat me because I'm a human being and I would like to be treated with respect and dignity. So I'm going to treat you that way. Very simple. Right? Yeah. So this creating self-sufficient communities and this word with changed my life because the other models I saw were working on the people, working around the people. Since we've started in 2010, the people have always been at the table, right? Mm -hmm. So I would say over the last 2010, so 2000, I'm going to say 19, we thought, hey, we're going to be back in in 2020. We're going to do our usual six trips. It's going to be great. COVID said, everybody put your hands down and put your head on your desk for like Mm -hmm. a year. So we couldn't go down. But what was amazing was that the work that we had done now became a proven concept. I have not been on the ground. 2020, we did not, we couldn't go down. Nobody could go anywhere. Right. Our uh, initiatives continued. We had launched something called the Continuous Care Initiative because the folks on the mountain had not received medical care in the entire time we'd worked with them. Oh, Wow. Nothing, no, no OBGYN, no glasses, no pediatrician, nothing. Wow. Nothing, no dentist, nothing. Wow. So we created the Continuous Care Initiative and we wanted it to be local. So we had local doctors, local nurses, et cetera. So the Continuous Care Initiative works like this. One local doctor is available per month, a nurse per week, And then we train the health committee with CPR and first aid are people who live in the community who can respond to any kind of issues that the folks may have. The teachers are also trained in first aid and CPR so that they are able to help. This has decreased um, high blood pressure by 93% in the community, right? Um, We partnered with an organization called the um, Foundation for the Advancement of Haitian Midwives And they trained our midwives and also provided cervical cancer screening for the ladies in the community. Um, Folks don't have to walk two hours down the mountain to go to the hospital where they could just sit in line for 10 hours and still might not be seen. Right. So 2020, 2021 was another earthquake. It was hurricanes and COVID 2.0 still didn't go down. 2022 protests, et cetera. So I have not physically been on the ground since December 2018, but the work continues. I the love that. I, the fact that we set this up this way and to see that the Peasant Association that we partnered with was able to continue the work, that was our ultimate goal. Right. We hope that we're the last nonprofit they work with. We hope they work us out of a job. I love it. I love it. You've actually bought to them the things that they needed and the assistance that they needed to make them self-sufficient, self-dependent upon themselves instead of someone else who's never going to come help them, so to speak. You know what I mean? Yes, so I, do. I think that is just absolutely beautiful because, you know, it, you know, it's the saying in the Bible, you know, you, uh, you give a man a fish. Yeah, you feed them, but you teach him. I'm going to say woman. You teach a woman to fish and then she's able to feed herself. And be able to share that gift 
with others that leads to, I want to say, a domino effect of being self-sufficient and not dependent on anybody. And so I love, love, love that. So now tell us what you got going on with regards to, first of all, I want to, I want to hear the name of the the mountain town and then the name of your dad's town. I, I mean, I've known you for like, you know, this little bit of time and, you know, I haven't, I want to hear it because I want to, I want to hear your Utilize the French instead because okay, so, I know it's French. So <laughs> Creole, right? Uh-huh. So um I speak this much French. Okay. So, I speak this much Creole. Okay, right? Creole. Okay. Creole, right. So and thank you for asking that. And because I appreciated the fact that you worked very hard to pronounce my name. And I want to say thank you because did I, did, did I get it right? You did. And okay. that it matters, you know, when somebody tries to and you ask too, which is great, right? Like, how do I pronounce your name? Yeah. I'm happy to share that with anyone. So my father comes from a place called Petit Guave. So it's Little Grove is oh. the translation of it. So there's Gangwave, which is Big Grove, and then Petit Guave, but you'll hear most people call it Tiguave, which is how we say it in uh, Ancayol. So T-I-G-W-A-V, Tiguave. Tiguave. That's it. Oh. You got it. And for Haiti, you'll hear most people say A-I-T-I, A-Y-I-T-I, is like phonetically how you would uh, spell so it. IT, IT, right? That's it. Hades is IT. Yeah. IT. Oh, I love it. See? So already you're now bilingual. How how easy was that? I'm like, girl, hey, let me ask you this. And this to come off a little bit off the subject, but you know how in Louisiana they they have the Creole people Mm -hmm. that speak Creole. Is that the same as as Haiti's Creole or different? It is completely different. Okay. It's almost like uh the English, like let's say um, uh, our Jamaican brethren speak because it is English, mm-hmm. but it is their English. Right, right. right? And okay. the, almost like a patois. I just want to make sure I'm saying that correctly, but it it is not, uh, it is a combination because again, you're talking about a, a, a place where you have European, African, um, and a lot of Haitian folks removed from Africa to Haiti to Louisiana, right, right, as well, plus the Native folks who were the original people of the country, all mixed in uh, together. So people, human beings, always find a way. And creating language is one of the ways we find a way. Yeah. Right? So theirs is more uh, Creole. You'll hear it pronounced that way with the C. And ours is Creole with a K. Creole. I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Okay. So now I want to hear what the good things you got going on for community to community. How can I and anybody that's watching us support you in your mission to continue bringing um, Haiti the things that they need so that they can be self-sufficient, particularly your your daddy's, you know, your daddy's spot. Uh, Just, yeah. yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I will say the most important thing is that this year, post-COVID, we are coming back outside. We usually have an annual event, but COVID was like, nope. So now we're all excited to be outside. And on September 17th, it's a Sunday, uh, at the Pelham Bay, beautiful Pelham Bay Park Golf Course, we will be having the first Jean-Gérard Ezeb, Jean-Gérard Eusebi, that is my father, who you see right there, um, Golf Classic. 
And we've named it after him because if it wasn't for his tenacity to bring his family here and start this new life, um, community to community would not exist. If he had not given me an example of faith, of family, of community, of commitment, of love, community to community would not exist. And even though he did not live to see it, his legacy lives on in me. So community to community belongs to him as much as it belongs to me. So on that Sunday, our goal is to raise funds to build an actual health and wellness center on the mountain, right? To house the continuous care that will have a birthing room there so women can give birth there instead of coming down a mountain in labor, right? Uh, yeah, that part. Um, that vaccinations can take place, that um, we're going to have small business workshops for the farmers and the other women who are tenacious in the, of themselves. It's interesting that this is called Blissfully Living because the women up there have nailed that in the sense of they make coffee, they make embroidery, they do what they need to do to keep their families going. And one of the things that they've uh, submitted to us is they wanted to have a birthing center, one. The other was to have uh, small business uh, classes so that they are able to then better promote, market, and sell their wares, right? Yeah. So that is what we will be doing uh, on the 17th. So we're looking for golfers, we're looking for sponsors, we're looking for folks to come and join us for dinner or make a general donation if you're not in New York or you're not available uh, on that day. Well, tell us how we can do that because, you know, there, you know, there's people all around the world or particularly around the U.S. as well that are watching that may not be in the NYC area, but would definitely uh, want to help because of our conversation that has just resonated with their heart. So I want you to be able to get as much assistance as possible so that um, you can continue doing your, your work in Haiti um, for those people. So share with us, you know, give a, the website, you know, everything, because I, I think it's very important. Absolutely. That is my pleasure to do so. So you can go to, I'm, I'm actually going to give you the bit.ly. I think that's the quickest thing to do um, okay. to help you guys. Right? Write it down too. Okay. <laughs> I have it in the, okay, go. All right. Let me go to our site. Cause that's the quickest way to get there. Um, Perfect. So, oh, you know what? Oh my gosh, don't do this to me. <laughs> this is the day that this would happen. Oh, actually, no, no, no. I know exactly where it is. Thank you. My husband is usually the person who ends up saving me from a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> um, and I'm not mad at him for that. Here we go. They will go to bit.ly L-Y, forward uh -huh. slash C- the number two, C dash golf classic. I'll say it again. Bit, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash C, the number two, C dash golf classic, all lowercase. Okay. Let me write all lowercase. Yeah, I think um, we'll put this in the show notes as well, but I think it's it's just important that we support each other and support our brothers and sisters around the world. Um, you know, if we can, if we can send bombs and money to Ukraine to help them fight against the Russian invasion, 
and we can send a ton. Why can't we do that for our brothers and sisters in the Caribbean or our brothers and sisters around the world that look like you and I that kind of get ignored or stepped over, you know, looked looked over, so to speak, because um, one, the color of our skin and two, they don't think we matter as much as some of these other other folks. So, and I, of course, I'm a, I'm a call. It's my show. I can do whatever I want. I'm gonna call it like it is. You know, my grandmother used to say, "Call a spade a spade," and you'll never be fooled. Right? Mm. Yeah. Yep. And, and so, so many times, so many times, we don't do that because we don't want to offend somebody. But um, you're only offended if it's true. Have you, if you um, ever noticed that if you talk to someone and you call them out on something and they get really offended, it's because it touched their heart and soul because it really is true. Yep. They don't get offended. Then, you know, it's not, it's, it doesn't touch their heart and soul in that aspect where they, they're like, yeah, I can absorb that. Yeah. Like, what, what do I need to do? So um, right. this, what this is all about is to help you get the message out there that you're doing good work, phenomenal work, and you've done, you've already made major breakthroughs for the communities in Haiti that you know, where your daddy, I wish I could say town, but I don't want to mess it all up, but where your dad is, you know, from. And um, I, I think you doing what you do is helping the people in that community, women and men and the children to be empowered and to know that they are not forgotten. They are loved. There are people that want to help them. We just need to know how we can and we need to know what they need. And we don't hear that because, as I said, focuses are on other things right now. But um, I love what you're doing. I want to support you. And mm -hmm. I'm sure people watching are going to be like embracing this as well. So hopefully all of y'all watching, y'all better bombard that bit.ly that bit.ly link and find out what it is and, and find out how you can help support Maria Lane with her beautiful, beautiful mission of restoring Haiti and the people in her father's community so that they can be self-sufficient and so that they can have economic prosperity and they can get the medical treatment and care that they deserve and, and need and that the women should not have to walk two hours down a mountain in labor to be able to get to a place to deliver their baby or to be able to take their, their loved ones for care. That should not be happening in our world today, but mm -hmm. it does. And so that's why we have this show and shows like mine to bring that to light so that we all can say, now I know, and it's up to me to do something better to help the people around the globe and particularly our focus is on our people of Haiti. So is there anything else you want to share with us? Um, any other, you know, assistance that you may need other than the golf classic, um, you know, getting people to donate and, and participate and share the word, any, any, anything. All of the things that you said are true. I want to say again, thank you for this platform and for inviting me uh, on so that I can do what I'm doing, which is I am a change agent and my goal is to change this narrative, right? So it is important that when folks watch this, that they leave with some information, whether it's history, just like when you're like, oh, I didn't know that. That's yeah. exactly what I wanted you to say. And then you ask really great questions uh, about the differences between Haiti and Louisiana, for example, right? So I know that your uh, watchers and listeners are just as intelligent and they're gonna ask those same really great questions and then they're gonna go further. 
Um, and I absolutely loved what you said about uh, calling a spade a spade. And if a person feels some type of way, I'm of the mindset that when you know better, you should do better, exactly. right? Because these issues that I'm talking about are not cancer. They are things that are wrong that can be righted. Yes. Right, it can be made right. So that's my whole message to people who are listening: is if you if it's in your power to do so. Actually, the Bible says, "Do not withhold good when it is in your power to do so." That's what it says. So if it is your ability to help, it is your ability to do good when you see something that is wrong that you should try to make it right. That's the mandate of humans. Yes, it doesn't matter what religion creed, gender that you are. If you see something that is wrong, do everything in your power to make it right. So we welcome everyone to not be a spectator in the work that we're doing, but be a participant. Yes. So thank you for this time. We hope to see whomever is available on the 17th of September at the Jean-Jean Isaac Golf Classic. And thank you again. Very, very, very well. Now, do before we go, do you have a website where if you know somebody wants to directly connect with you and be more involved beyond the golf classic? Um, what is that, Maria Lane? That is community to community, exactly what you see in my title here. Dot info. Okay. Community dot info. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Well, thank you, my beautiful sister, and and okay. just sharing this beautiful. I mean, it's just it just warms my heart um, when I hear that people are doing good things for other people. And you know, you didn't have to do this. You didn't have to quit your American, you know, American Express job, and you know, you didn't have to take on this this beautiful journey of um helping the people in Haiti and particularly your father's you know community you didn't have to do any of that you could have been like the 99 other thousand 99 other percent of people that just see it hear it and keep on in their day but you decided to become that person to make a change and i always believe that even though we are change agents we also help people to transform their lives. And so we actually become a transformation facilitator. So Mm -hmm. we bring the goods and that's what I, you know, that's what I call myself. I'm a transformation facilitator. And that is what you are as well, because you're facilitating transformation in a community that people would not have ever ever cared about or done anything about, or we would have never heard about. And now we're bringing this community to the forefront of the world. So you're being a transformation facilitator and bringing good things to the community of where your dad is from in AT. So thank you, thank you, thank you for your love, your gift, your wholesomeness, your honesty, your integrity, your beauty, your wisdom, and um, your caring and compassion. And Thank you for that. I appreciate you and salute you. I usually have a crown on, but I I didn't want to do that today. I was like, okay, actually I had packed them away because I've got something to do. And I'm like, Ooh, I got to dig through and get the, but long story short, um, as a queen of feeling fabulous, Mm -hmm. I salute you, my queen, because you are Mm -hmm. definitely a queen on your throne and you're definitely creating transformation in Haiti. So thank you so much for what you do. Thank you, Rochelle. Thank you. Thank you for today. And thank you for what you do as well. It is mutually beneficial.
Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, I'm gonna get all choked up, you guys. So with that being said, it's beautiful Maria Lane Toms, please, please, please check out the website, the information, both are websites, and, and they'll be in the show notes. Um, and I expect, you know, even if you can give two dollars, two dollars, you know, two dollars times a hundred people is two hundred dollars. You never know what that $200 could lead to for people in Haiti that don't have much themselves. You never know what that little bit amount of money that we spend $7 on a Starbucks, but, you know, don't even think about the people in Haiti that don't have seven cents. You know, think about that. You guys think about that and, and, and give. If you if you feel compelled to give, give because then you help to create a transformation to occur in a beautiful, beautiful country that is often forgotten by the rest of the world. So if you feel compelled, do it. Not No pressure, but if you feel compelled and if what Marie Elaine has touched your heart, has said, has touched your heart, then I invite you to open up and check out her websites, okay? All right, now... Um, before I close out, let me thank our sponsors once again, Blissful Living for you at Blissful Living, the number four, the letter you.com. Please check them out. You will not be disappointed in all that they have to offer you with regards to wellness, wisdom, and wealth. And then All Day Cable Incorporated, All Day Cable inc.com. If you're looking for a telecommunications installation company that services small, medium, and large corporations, you want the best and you want to make that connection right the first time with your clients and customers and those that you serve, you definitely need to have All Day Cable as your premier telecommunications installation company. So check them out at alldaycableinc.com. And as always, I like to close wishing you all peace to your mind wellness to your body and tranquility to your spirit go mm -hmm. forth and take the message of what mm -hmm. we're talking about today and even if you just want to do a little 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 something to maybe transform somebody else's life that you come across today just give them a smile and think about the beautiful conversation that i just had with marie elaine and um, allow your smile to warm the heart of someone else because you never know what people are going through. You never know what they're in the midst of. And you never know that your smile might be just what they needed to keep going and continuing their journey with determination, resilience, and perseverance. So that is my message today. I'm Rochelle Marie Lawson, known as the Queen of Feeling Fabulous. And until next time, have a beautiful, beautiful rest of your day. And goodbye for now, everybody. Thank you for joining Rochelle Marie Lawson on Blissful Living. To contact Rochelle Marie and to find out more about Blissful Living, click on Blissful Living for You link right here on the Blissful Living Network. Catch all the Blissful Living episodes on demand and available for download 24-7 on BlissfulLivingForYou.com. Until next week, may your life be filled with peace, wellness, abundance, and prosperity.